0: From the Safer at Home Studios in Netherland, Colorado, I'm George Thomas. You're listening to First Chair. And today we are talking about the new standards with Jeb Boyd and Dave Schuling. Jeb, Dave, thanks very much for taking the time to chat with us.
1: You bet. Great to see you guys. Great to be here.
0: Now, the new standards, what do we mean by that, Jeb?
1: Well, the, we're of course talking about the national standards and, and um, you know the, the certification benchmarks uh, moving forward for in in essence all disciplines
0: and Dave Jeb just said all disciplines does this mean the national standards are going to apply across the board? How does that work? yeah George
2: what we're working on here is a system where eventually all disciplines will be rolling out new standards right now we're going to be talking about alpine and snowboard national standards that the board has just approved at the most recent June board meeting. But uh, the significance goes back to 2016 at the National Leadership Summit where our education leaders came together and were tasked with the idea of creating more consistency across all of our education and certification. So we've got the strategic alignment initiative that we've been working on now since then And the standards is the first big milestone that's coming out of that, creating consistency. And eventually, like I mentioned, it it will be across all discipline standards.
0: And Jeb, how's that gonna work for exams? I mean, is this going to be a whole lot of work putting exams together? Are there going to be some substantial changes? And then I'm also thinking about training, and I I guess that's another question. Hang on, (laughs) so
2: go ahead. Sure. Yeah. I mean, it's always work. You know, I mean,
1: it's the examiners out there across the country and and the the divisional leadership who put the exams on. They do an absolute amazing job. They take their job very seriously and they they work very hard to to be as consistent as possible. And and they train to the standards so that uh, where the candidate is training to uh, perform to the standard, the examiners are training to identify uh, you know when the standard is hit, and they work very hard. So in that sense, yeah, it's going to be uh, hard work, and um, you know, but it always has been. Um, but I think moving forward, you know, one of the one of the things that uh, a really interesting process that's been happening across the country is a is something that's called a gap analysis. And really, where that what that means is uh, we wanted to find out how far away are we uh, in each division uh, from the new standard currently in, in our current processes? And the hopes are that collectively all of all divisions are going to be stronger than another division in certain aspects so that we can we can take what they're doing and, and plug it in and, and uh, uh, arrive at a better process sooner. So, Um, There is a there is a lot of work. And and, and what's interesting to me is that, you know, really what we're looking for is not people to hop through a bunch of unnecessary hoops. That's not what certification is all about. Certification is about proving that that a ski instructor or snowboard instructor or or any instructor in, in PSIA ASI. Uh, can can work to a collective consistent standard um which is measured in in the areas uh, that they teach so level one's in the beginner zone level two is intermediate zone level three is the advanced zone and um you know the the good thing about it is i think Next, you know, when the new standards do come into play, they're going to be based on on what's realistic, what's total reality. And and for the first time, we'll be really measuring people skills um, where divisions, you know, that's the the area that uh, I think, you know, we don't really do a lot that's completely identified there. Um, and that's where a lot of work has taken place is how do you train to it? What's the training, uh, materials for the people skills and then how do you assess to it? Um, so that's really where a lot of work has taken place. But, um, I, I think that, you know, to get back to your question, yes, there will be a lot of work and, um, but I, I think that the, the output is going to be a more well-balanced instructor across all disciplines for our membership.
0: And Dave, when are the new standards going to be showing up in exams? Just because standards have been approved this past June doesn't mean that they'll be
2: coming for this particular season. Actually, the implementation of Alpine snowboard standards, we're looking to the 2021-2022 season, and that allows us to to really do right by making sure that the education staff is trained and consistent, and and ready to go. And also gives our membership a chance to really start to to digest the content, get used to to the new standards. Um, and, and let's face it, you know, with the exception of doing more assessment, like Jeb mentioned, in people skills, in interpersonal skills, and measuring that ability to do that, uh, we're not talking about radically new and different. Uh, standards. You know, we're looking, we're still looking at the technical skills uh, required to, uh, to teach skiing and snowboarding as well as, uh, as teaching skills. You know, and that actually makes me think about how we've developed all these standards based off the Learning Connection Model framework where we are looking at teaching skills, people skills, And technical skills and all the fundamentals that go along with what great aspects of those three uh, skill sets look like and um, the learning connection model has become really you know the watermark that's uh, um, behind almost everything that we're doing in the association and the standards are built off of that
0: you know what i'm seeing here and please tell me if i'm incorrect but this really seems like a way to build teamwork among our staff at our our ski and snowboard areas because um, we're going to be able to combine training through all the disciplines because uh, teaching skills and people skills are actually pretty much the same no matter who we're teaching. Would that be right, Jeb?
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's been um, a a key message that I've been um, using for a while now that, you know, it's, it's a true member school benefit because, uh, member school directors, training managers, um, you know, you can have, y- y- your training will go further. Your training dollars will go further with this new system, uh, in the sense that you can hold, like you said, a teaching clinic and that's applicable to a variety of disciplines. Um, people, skill clinics, you know, developing, I mean, what, school does not want to have outstanding people 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 <laughs> instructors <laughs> working for them everybody does and so the value that will come from that is, is tremendous and, and uh, um you know and, and not to mention the fact that using common language and similar uh, uh ways of approaching things it will make the opportunity for some instructors who like to do variety of disciplines, it'll make it easier because you're using a little bit more common of a language, um, and, and that as well is a great benefit to a member school because you can, you know, you're, you're incentivizing people to to uh, do more for the school, and, and that always that, that's always a great a great out, outcome.
0: So Dave, what was this like as it came together? I mean, I remember your early discussions where it was kind of like, how do we measure people's skills? And now you've you've actually got it put together and approved. Um, at what point were you thinking, okay, we're on the right track and then, you know, I think we've got this where it's uh, um, something we can measure. Yeah, I mean, a learned
2: skill that is measured you know, if you can, if you can actually measure it, you can learn it, and you can enhance it, and, and become better at it. And uh, and certainly, when you think of, um, not necessarily, you know, there was conversations about personality versus behavior, and we might not be able to measure or change, you know, someone's personality, um, but the behaviors that you do uh, when you are relating and connecting to other human beings, um, those can be measured and those can be practiced and enhanced and worked on. And uh, and therefore, uh, you know, the, the, the people skills fundamentals, you know, the ability to develop relationships based on trust, uh, to, to really Um, communicate well, two-way communication, verbally and non-verbally, the ability to be aware of yourself and your actions in your surroundings, and then, of course, be aware of others. And uh, sympathetic, uh, the emotional intelligence pieces um, are are key. And and those are really the four fundamentals that we speak to. And if you're aware of those and uh, how you're interacting in the learning environment with with other people, um, you can you can work on those skills, and you can certainly be measured and, and, and be helped to be to train to those skills as well.
0: Now, Jeb, I'm just thinking again of training. Uh, I'm thinking of area trainers, especially. Are there going to be some new classes offered in uh, how to uh, prepare your staff for exams, no matter which level?
1: think you're going to see a lot of that coming down the pipe you know there's been some some webinars and uh so forth already that's that's starting to occur and you're you're going to see a lot more of that because the the key piece to to all of this is that if you're going to assess someone to um, an aspect then you also need to be able to train someone to that same aspect. So there's going to be, uh, there, there definitely will be training coming down the pipe. And and uh, to that point, w- one key piece to, to um, these new national standards um, is is a document called the performance guide right now. And really, that performance guide is the, the, the I guess a how-to, if you will. I don't know if that's really the the intended. Uh, uh, Description of it, but uh, it, it's the it's the it's supporting information that that provides uh, support to the the learning outcomes and and the, therefore the national standards, um, which will help uh, training managers and directors and instructors and examiners. Which is the beauty of this document is it's it, it goes in all directions, uh, so that we're there we're working off a similar a sheet of music as we kind of get the band
2: together here.
0: Dave, anything you'd like to add in conclusion?
2: Yeah, you know, we've talked about, Jeb mentioned common language, and that's been critical through this entire process. It's really helped with our consistency. And um, he also mentioned learning outcomes. And a learning outcome is just simply what is to be achieved upon successful completion of the, either the, the clinic the uh, the workshop or the exam, whatever that might be, and so. When we've developed these standards, all the different task forces have been using this learning outcome framework of what is to be learned or what what would we see as the ideal to be learned when you're successful in your certification. And then what is the criteria? What's the assessment criteria that says that you've actually learned that? And that's that's how we start to look at measuring it. And the other key piece there is we have a consistent measuring scale now Um, Historically, each division kind of came up with their own scale of measurement, and that created a little bit of of inconsistency. But now we're all using a common six-point scale to measure that criteria. So now when we think of training, whether it's education staffs across divisions or schools, home trainers, resorts, Uh, Jeb mentioned uh, Same Sheet of Music, I reference it to a common playbook. We all have a common playbook that we're now working off of, and we have a consistent scale of which how we're going to measure that, and so that helps our consistency in the people that are either doing the assessment or the training, and then ultimately, it helps the member know exactly where they are in that training, and so it's that much more transparent and therefore also consistent.
0: Jeb, any final thoughts from you on this topic?
2: Yeah, well, that was a beautiful summary,
1: Dave. You (laughs) you absolutely nailed all points. Um, I I guess the only thing that I can add is just a shout out to um, the Discipline Task Force, which uh, who are really responsible for uh, the creation of these standards. And and uh, you know, different than in the past, um, these standards were uh, basically representatives from each division. Uh, in in each discipline gathered, and their task was to collectively put this thing together um, so that it has representation and input from all eight divisions. Um, So it's not somebody behind the curtain pulling the strings and, and, you know, writing these standards it truly is collective and it's written from um the, the base of our association and, and uh, as a result i think we're going to have the best standards we've got pretty good standards right now but moving forward into this next round they're they're going to be that much better simply because of the collaboration on the consistency that we're working towards
0: Jeb boyd dave schuling thanks so much for taking the time to chat with us today you bet, thanks, George. Thanks, George. From the Safer at Home Studios in Nederland, Colorado, for First Chair, I'm George Thomas.